Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Federal Conservative Party leader Ronna Ambrose told us two weeks ago on air that Energy East, the pipeline also a matter of national unity, Albertans are struggling with a cratering provincial economy as massive numbers of jobs disappear, bankruptcies are up, food banks have seen a 23% increase in use, and with another Trudeau as Prime Minister and refusing to demand the building and passage of Energy East through Quebec, some Albertans have begun to talk about the province leaving Canada. And they remind that for years Alberta has pumped billions upon billions of dollars into equalization payments and argue the chief beneficiary of this money has been Quebec. That's what I've seen time and again. So I thought, I'm going to do a segment on this. I'm going to do an hour on this. We're going to talk to people in this country. We're going to talk to people in the West, specifically people in Alberta, but anyone in the West, and we'll include you all. doesn't matter what part of the country. We're going to start with the West in Alberta. So I was contacted by a 57-year-old master tradesman from Edmonton who's disillusioned with the province remaining within Canada. I asked him uh, by email if he had some friends, could find two other people who could join us. We could create a pa- panel, and he did, talking about the province leaving Canada. Um, and I'm being supported or, or challenged by their fellow Albertans and Canadians from the rest of the country. So at, uh, earlier this morning, I'll introduce them to you in a minute. Earlier this morning, I just posted a tweet which began with this, these words. Give me an idea of what the mood in Alberta is this morning. How many Albertans are really angry over Energy East? Enough you'd consider, and I hope the rest of it was there, or maybe I ran out of words or numbers or letters, 140. But the idea was enough that you'd consider Alberta leaving Confederation. I've never seen anything on Twitter, on my Twitter account, like I've seen over the last hours. Never. There have been hundreds of tweets on on this alone. Retweets, new tweets, retweets, new tweets. Read your couple here. Uh, From uh, Cookies, Alberta in trouble. Albertans no choice to look uh, at separation for self-preservation. Groovy Styles, 110%. We've done nothing uh, but give to this country, and the only thing we've got in return is hateful BS from the East. I'll just read you what I got. From Joni, absolutely separate. Canada has left Alberta. Please take your time to view, and then she gives a a YouTube uh, option. From Rick, I want big oil to halt all St. Lawrence East Coast tankers for one week. What would do that do to your fair city at Denny Kader? From Rickety House, Sovereignty Association in Quebec may be on to something. Alberta, Saskatchewan doesn't need as much if we don't have to pay equalization. Ashka Polish and Alberta First, like this tweet. We need to divorce Quebec and Ontario, become our own masters, Republic of Western Canada. Uh, time something was done, our future is being flushed by smug elitists who prove they are not partners, and on and on it goes. The Republic of Alberta has great ring to it. So many Canadians hate our province and us. We'll gladly leave and keep our money. I mean, I could just keep on reading and reading and reading. And and if you're thinking it's just a, a bunch of angry people, there is some anger, clearly. Frustration. 
Am I talking, uh, am I hearing from just a, a hundred or a couple of hundred angry people? I don't know. I just know that I've never seen anything like this. I'm going to introduce you to Jerry and to Bill and to Chris. But before I do that, I just want to read a few lines that I've chosen from their emails to me. They'll have more to say, but I've just chosen these lines from Jerry. One of the main things that is fostering the attitude is anger from Albertans. Anger that is aimed at the bad choices from the Notley government and the new Liberal government. Alberta has given so much to Canada for a long time. Now, instead of Canada reaching out to help Alberta, it does what it can to hinder pipeline development and leave us struggling. It seems Eastern Canada would rather continue to import 650,000 barrels of OPEC crude by tanker daily instead of using Alberta and Saskatchewan oil. Now Trudeau announces yet another environmental study instead of moving ahead with this project. A moratorium on West Coast tanker has uh, killed uh, the Northern Gateway project and the B.C. government is doing what it can to sabotage the Trans Mountain expansion. We're angry at politicians that fail to serve the people that elected them but continue to find new ways to serve themselves with a bigger power base instead. The Liberal government is planning and working toward changing the voting system to a ranked ballot type, which will pretty much guarantee future majority Liberal governments. Who wants to be part of that? Most Albertans have a strong sense of independence. We want less government in our lives, not more. The philosophy in Eastern Canada seems to be the opposite from my perspective. That's from Jerry. You'll meet him in a moment. Bill uh, sent me this. As far as my take on the whole Western separation issue, I believe it has been a burr under the saddle of Albertans for a long time. For decades, we've been looked at as rubes, only good enough to use for our resources, and nothing more, not good enough to have a seat at the table. Now we have a prime minister with no real-world experience who has made it clear that the West is a problem and has promised to let the NEB do his dirty work for him. No wonder clear-thinking Albertans are thinking of wanting out. That is, unless they unite the right, uh, the unite the right really takes hold and the Wild Rose real grassroots notions run the show. As far as who joins in, well, I suppose it would depend on their mindset. Looking forward to being on your show. And Chris... We'll meet in a moment. How I got to where I am is just the result of life experiences and learning about history. I've heard the stories about the NEP Part 1 and 18% interest rates. In the 1980s, going to a Petro-Canada for fuel was a serious no-no in my family. I remember when Ralph Klein had declared the debt was paid, and I look at our current state of affairs and wonder how we slid back 30 years. I don't believe that Alberta going alone would be economically practical. If the provinces from Manitoba to B.C. all packed up and left together, we'd have a better chance. At that point, we could rebuild our system of government to a smaller, freer one, economically personal and property rights, etc., with a new constitution. Do I want to try and fix Confederation first? Yes. Is that going to be easy? No. Will it be possible? Maybe. That's why I believe separation is a viable option. That's from Chris. Jerry, hello. Hi, Ray. First chance we have to talk. Yeah. Thank you for starting this. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been something I've been thinking about for a while. Uh, it's uh, I you know I I'm online watching this and that. I've uh, been out of work for quite a while now, and uh, I've had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> so uh, you know you end up online doing this and that, and and it's uh, and and uh, uh, a level of rage that I'm seeing in in uh, various forums is just unbelievable. Well, you and, challenged and, me to do something about this. Yeah, yeah. And I did. Uh, I'd like to see, uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to see politicians. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of, of, and I think this is a common sentiment, I'm tired of politicians that are so bent on serving themselves and not serving the people who've put them there. 
you know, they build bigger pensions. They set themselves up so they could. I mean, we have career politicians in this country, guys who spent, people have spent 25 and 30 years in politics. And I mean, good on them for serving their country. But I think at some point, it's nice to have some new blood. And there should be some, some, some mechanism in place where you're not doing a good job. It's time for you to leave and move on. And right. We don't have that here. Okay. Uh, Chris, good to talk to you, and um, your thoughts. Why did you decide that this was an important thing, important enough for you to speak to on the show? Well, uh, well, Roy, thanks for having me on, first off. My pleasure. Um, it's, to me, it's, it's important enough that it's, it's time that we, we do something, you know, as, as Western Canadians, as you've read from the emails, and everybody's sort of said on Twitter there that, I've yeah, never seen anything like it. Our, we're not getting our fair shake, and it's you know we've got to we've got to make a decision here. Are we going to continue, you know, down the progressive trail like Eastern Canada is going, and now you know, since last May Alberta, or do we try to try to start over again? I was going to point out to you guys that you did elect a, an NDP government, so there's a <clears throat> excuse me, you had a, a you, huh? what's that? <laughs> Cowboy. Well, maybe not, not maybe not that cowboy, but you do have an NDP <laughs> government which says that voters in Alberta decided that that's the route they wanted to try. Uh, Bill, before I take a break, and then we'll talk some more, and then we'll get into phone calls yeah. and see whether how much support there is for the position you're taking. Where do you stand, Bill, and why? Uh, well, as previously mentioned, uh, like I'm old enough as well. I saw where the country ended up going under. Trudeau the first sort of thing. I've also seen some changes through Alberta, including our, our present government, which again was a result of a, a right-wing split, um, and which I, I still I'm shaking my head over, given the Conservatives' progressive regression over the last decade or so. Um, same thing. Uh, tired of being used as a resource, like a seat at the table. Um, we don't seem to be getting that with like uh, with with our fellow countrymen even down east, like you know, again the amount of uh, venom you know spewed at us now as Albertans because ah well now you guys are broke, haha, too bad for you. Well, we've been supporting how many provinces for decades, and and doing so willingly. Quick question for each of you before we take the break, because it hasn't been touched on during our conversation yet. You want Alberta out of Canada, Jerry? Um. I think if I don't see things turn around soon, uh, when I say turn around, I don't just, I'm not talking about just economically and the price of oil. I'm talking about the general attitude of Eastern Canada and, uh, and, and our political class. And I'm going to call them a political class because it's really a, a, a collection of the Laurentian elites that, that <laughs> run this country and, and, and consider us more of a... Of a okay, I only, have time, have, for a, I only have time for a short answer. I have to take okay. a break. So... so uh, yeah, if I don't see things turn around soon, I think we'd be much better off leaving Confederation and fending for ourselves. Uh, when I okay. say fending for ourselves, I think we could probably form some sort of a republic and, and maybe even move to become a territory and, and work for uh, statehood with the United States. All right, we're going to get Chris's and Bill's answer to that question when we come back. I also want to tell you our phone number, 888-225-8255, anywhere in Canada, 888-225-8255, that's toll-free. If you're in the Toronto area or don't mind to spend a, a little money on a, on a long-distance call, maybe it's free for your your phone plan on a Sunday, 
is the number. Are you ready to say, we'll start with Western Canadians, Albertans specifically, are you ready to say you think it might be time to consider leaving Canada? Not just over Energy East, but all of the things that 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 have been talked about already. And Ronna Ambrose said on the show two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that it's a national unity issue. Triple A two two five eight two five five. We're coming right back uh, today. Three Albertans prepared to say this was on Twitter this morning. Today, three Albertans prepared to say enough. Time for the province to cut ties with Canada. Energy East, the tipping point. Um, they and your calls. And it just went wild on Twitter. Just in the last couple of minutes, twenty-seven more notifications. That's just in the last couple of minutes. Uh, here's a tweet from Kel. 650k bar- per barrel per day of imported oil to eastern Canada, and there's an issue of replacing it with western Canadian oil? What demented world is this? Talking to Bill, to Chris, and Jerry in Alberta, and you at AAA-225-8255. Alright, uh, Chris, is, are you prepared to say that you want out, or that you think it's time for Alberta to get out of Canada. Well, Roy, if if we don't start to address the underlying structural defects of confederation, it's going to have to be time to go, I'm afraid. That's that's just the way it's got to be in my mind. I'd like to try to fix it first, but if we're not going to see any sort of cooperation or interest from from eastern Canada and the Laurentian elites, then you know, you have to do what you have to do. Bill? Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, you know, and, and this notion isn't new. This this notion's been around since the early 30s and probably even before that. Uh, really quickly, if you look at the 2006 Western Standard Poll, there was, what, 41% of Albertans were all for it? 37% and up were between the age of 19 and tw- or 18 and 29. These are kids that are going to work, and now, as I've seen personally, a lot of these same kids go into the trades, go into a little bit more uh, technical jobs. They're not getting them now, all because, let's face it, we have a tax regimen of, of, of punishing industry instead of giving incentives to keep people working, both federally and provincially, well, now they're unemployed. You know, I, I think, yes, succession may be into the states or a Western alliance or us going alone if we have to. See, I live in a part of Canada where 40% of the population, of the provincial population at any given time is going to tell you it's time to leave Canada. I live in the Socialist Republic of New France, also known as Quebec. Uh, I'll never forget the first day I drove down a highway here. I did right from Ontario. I was doing a show out of Montreal. I was driving home. It was on the highway. And I saw a Bloc Québécois election sign. And I almost drove off the road. I'd never seen anything like that before in person. I mean, I knew what was going on, but I'd never confronted it personally. Uh, do you think you talk, Jerry, give me a quick answer. Do you think you talk for a significant percentage of Albertans? Do, do you think, think yours do, and Chris's There's, and Bill's uh, concerns reflect the reflect the concerns of a significant percentage of Albertans? Oh, I definitely do. I think I, I think it'll be hard-pressed to find a, a tradesman or a professional person right now who's who's looking at unemployment or maybe the end of it and not thinking this way. Uh, uh, my uh, son-in-law was over this morning, and he told me about a Facebook page about Alberta separating, and within a few hours it went from nothing to 86,000 followers. Well, I can't believe what I've seen today, so that's... Um, 
Chris, uh, was it was it significantly better under Stephen Harper? I thought we were much better off over Stephen Harper because for nine years, did you hear anything about national unity at all? No. No. Well, I did, but here. Yeah, in Quebec, but yeah, nationally, not not hardly a peep. I think there was there might have been a Parti Quebecois government elected provincially. So is it there. about the is it about the Liberal government more than about the issue? Yeah, that, that's hard to say. This could potentially be a bit of a knee-jerk reaction to uh, to Prime Minister Selfie being elected. Okay. But, well, let's find out, guys. Why don't we find out? Let's go to the phones and see what uh, what's being said. All right. Because I I'll say it again, no issue that I've done has created this amount of activity on Twitter. None, none. And we do some pretty contentious issues that get a lot of activity. Dale in Al, where else? Dale is, find out where in Alberta for me, Mike, please. Dale, where are you? Whereabouts in Alberta? I'm just east of Edmonton. Okay, uh, Dale, do when you listen to Bill, when you talk, listen to Chris, when you listen to Jerry, do they speak for you? Well, I'll tell you, I was born a Canadian. I am a Canadian. But I think that if we use a separatist motion as a tool like Quebec did, I think it would go a long way in helping us out. Do you want... Is there? Can you foresee yourself saying, I want to see Alberta leave Canada? I can't really see that. You can't or you, can or you can't? I cannot. You cannot. So, 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 what's what's the challenge you would toss? And by the way, uh, Bill, Chris, Jerry, we're not asking any. We're not screening any of our callers. We're not asking them what they're going to say. We're just getting locations, or we're going to get an honest response. Well, I have to take a break. The clock got us here. Uh, thank you, Dale. We're going to um, actually. I'm going to keep you on the line because I want you to speak with Bill and Chris and Jerry, and we'll continue with your calls at triple eight two two five eight two five five. If you want to spend a dime in the Toronto area, because we'll include we'll include the rest of the country as well. 416-870-6400. We'll come back. I'm a big fan of Alberta. Confession time. I lived in Alberta for a year. I worked in Alberta. What was CHQR, now News Talk 770. Those of you, uh, nobody remembers that. Nobody remembers me from those days. I was only there for about a year, but I just fell in love with the place. Um, Alberta leaving Canadian Confederation. I, I, I've never, I'm going to say it again. I've never seen anything like it on Twitter. Just pouring in, pouring in. Emails too, Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. This is from Ted. I, Roy, I'm, leave, I'm for leaving Canada, joining the states as long as the Republicans win the next election. The only reason Notling won was a protest vote, not my vote either. She's no better than winner, the Premier of Quebec, and Christy Clark is only interested in her self-interest. Ted, from just south of Calgary, 
Edmund Iroy, I'm for leaving Canada, joining the States. Oh, that's the same one. Senate twice, eh? Go ahead, play with my brain. Will you, Edmund? Edmund? Ken, uh, I thought you might find my most recent custom-made bumper sticker of interest. R.I.P. Canada, sadly succumbed to petty selfishness and provincial insularity. Chris, yes, I'm from the Alberta heartland, the land of farmers and oil. It is time for conversion to begin. My children have been raised on stories of the energy plan victims. The original, of course. I grew in Edmonton where skeletons of construction projects abandoned, sat for decades before we finally recovered from Papa Trudeau. Yes, it's time to talk. And it is, of course, a national unity issue. And uh, Lori writes, Roy, we would have left years ago the last round of discontent. Lori and I are ready to go again. Um, forget more talking, best Jerry. And I got it. I got to read you this tweet. Um, I'm there if they separate. Ontario sucks. I mean, I, I'm seeing things that are just from the gut. And let's go back, <laughs> go back to your calls. Go back to Jerry and Chris and Bill. Hey. And and Dale, who is um, who's been holding on. So Dale, you would challenge. Jerry, Chris, and Bill on, 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 on Alberta leaving Canada, right? I do. Okay. Tell them Want something. Can you elaborate? I, I, I understand. I work here. I, I was here before. I, I saw the old Pierre Trudeau. We were throwing rotten grain at him. <laughs> um, I don't think we would be allowed to leave. I think it. I think separation would be a great tool to get us some more advantage, like Quebec used. So follow the follow the follow the Quebec example. Thank you, Dale. I appreciate that. Uh, Jerry, uh, Chris, Bill, you want to say anything about what Dale said? Oh yeah, I'd yeah. Like to. We we can leave if 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 we get if we get enough uh, if we get enough of a, a, a movement going. It's it's entirely possible to leave. Because there's no law or anything in the Constitution to prevent us from re- leaving Confederation. And you have uh, a sense you have a sense that there's a real appetite for at least talk about leaving. Well, here, here's the thing. I mean, people talk about what would the states want from us. You know, the U.S. has been talking for multiple decades about oil independence. They want to get off of OPEC oil because right. they're stuck with it as well, and they they import a lot, much more than we do. Uh, we, uh, if I mean, if you gas your car up in Northwest uh, United States. Three of the five gallons of the gas you're putting in your car come from here. So it's uh, merging or, or becoming a U.S. territory and maybe merging with Saskatchewan and B.C. And, and bringing Manitoba along. We'd be, you know, help the U.S. Uh, well on their way to becoming oil independent. Okay, well, I want to find out how much, how much support there is for the position that you're taking. Uh, well, let's bring Eastern Canada into the conversation. Uh, yeah, I'd like to hear something. Corrine's calling from Toronto. Corrine, go ahead. Oh, hi. Yes, I, I just wanted to tell the West that, you know, uh, I don't know who you've been listening to or what you've, you know, been hearing, but that isn't the consensus of most Eastern Canadians. We, we, we love the West, and we want the, you know, we've heard that the West has been getting along, that it had lots of money in its oil reserve, and, uh, you know, we want to help you, and we're trying our best. I mean, we have our own problems here, obviously. But one of the reasons that Canada is Canada is because we've been together through thick and thin, and it isn't 
you know. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, Kareem, but I think Jerry's going to come back. I think they're going to come back and say to you, we can say we've been together through thick and thin, but they're going to, Jerry, you're going to say, you're going to say, I'm not going to put the words in in your mouth, but I know what you're going to say. Go ahead, Jerry. I I have to wonder then, why does Western Canada have such very little representation in Parliament with this government? And I can cite the Ag Committee as one example of that, where there is only one Western MP from Grand Prairie on the Agriculture Committee. And, I mean, Western Canada, we are the breadbasket of the country, and we produce yes. more canola uh, pulses and uh, uh, chickpeas and, than anywhere else in the world. And yet we only have one member of parliament in the entire western half of this country. Yeah, but you guys get to choose who you vote for. Right. Well, Trudeau appoints those guys. Oh, I you thought know, you were Trudeau talking Trudeau about MPs. I thought you were talking about members of parliament. Yeah, we have a, we, but I'm talking about the Ag Committee. In okay, okay, okay. okay. What I was thinking about while you were talking, Corrine, thank you very much for the call. What I thought what I thought you were going to say was, and maybe Bill or Chris were going to say it, you were going to allude to transfer payments. Because when Corrine says we've all been thin, through things through thick and thin, I thought one of you guys was going to say, and you probably were going to, that, and because I've seen that time and again, we've poured trans, billions of dollars in transfer payments into the rest of the country, particularly the East, and now that we need help, Quebec politicians are not there for us. Right. That's exactly where I was going with it. Right. I, I was going to go more along the lines of it's it's not individual people in the East, in Ontario or Quebec or the Maritimes. It's it's the overall political mindset, the the groupthink that seems to come out of there. Yeah. Was sort of yep. where I was going to go go with that. You don't have a problem with the individual person who lives in Eastern Canada or Central Canada. No. You have an ad, you have an issue with uh, with with the. With the occupants of the tiny desks in the shadow by the Rideau. Yeah. 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 And, and, and certain yeah. people in, say, larger urbanized areas who maybe get fed misinformation as to what we're all about and or what Canada itself is all about and the expectations um, from across, like, the, the country. I mean, so what do you well, so what do you guys say? And I want to get more callers on. I'm sorry, but I have questions. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys say when you hear, look, you made a lot of money. You blew a lot of money. Why didn't you put the money aside for a rainy day and now you could look after yourselves? Yeah, progressive governments have done it over the last decade and a half, which unfortunately I never voted for. Well, I never voted for them. I've been a wild roser since the get-go. So Yeah, Yeah, same with me. Well, if I was in Alberta, I would be too. Alan well, Cowell. I mean, we watch. You know, we're also seem to be like the, the the whipping post for the world. We've been we've been constantly held up as as the examples of of the biggest polluters in the country. Yeah, and none of our politicians ever tell anybody in the world the good things that Alberta does. I mean, I, yeah, we have coal power plants, but we burn, we run the cleanest plants in the planet. So why don't we sell that technology yeah. to China, India, Africa, Eastern Europe? The, the countries that have the big polluting coal plants. See, I love my country. I love all of my country. I don't want it separated. I, I, I live, again, among people where 40% of the population is going to say uh, they want to split up. When I go to the corner store, known as a depaneur here, um, I, I, and they, they know me now and they accept me. I'm the Anglo. I come in the door and they say, here comes English, right? But we, we, we talk, but I, I know that I'm separated. I'm surrounded by people who want to separate. I love my country. I don't want to lose it, guys. I don't but, want to lose but it. Is that but is separation the same... for the sake of convenience? No, 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 no. I under... at ransom, you think, Roy? Or, or I'm sorry? Is, is that more of a separation or a separatist threat for convenience? And knowing that it's worked in the past... Keep holding us like the rest of the country at ransom in order to keep them there. I, 
I'm, I'm, you know, maybe to a certain extent with some, but I think there's a real emotional. I think there's a fear among francophones that they're going to lose their their francophone identity. That Canada, I've heard it said, Canada's changing too much, and and we don't want to lose our identity. That's I've heard that said. Well, let me get. Right. Hang on, guys. Let me get Al on in in Calgary. Let's get some callers on. I'll go ahead. Yeah, Roy, have you ever worked in the West? Yes. How did you find the guys in major cities? I worked in Calgary for a year. I thought they were great guys. Did you meet the workers? Well, I met, I mean, I, okay, I'd like to I'm think I was working. What I'm saying is the three crybabies that you got there, I'm from Montreal myself. When you move here in Renault, workers, they have no pride in their work. They, ne- they don't stand behind anything. The ranchers seem to be the harder workers out in the country. But when you meet the guys in here within the province, the only ones I like were from Quebec. They stood behind their work. But these clowns that do their work from the West, they're useless. Sorry, guys. That's the way I feel. Yeah. Well, good on you. Like, I've seen the other right, hang on. coin. <laughs> I wanted him to stay. but Not surprisingly. But hold, hold on. Do you get a lot of that? I mean, if you guys stand up, if you guys go out in the street in Calgary or in Edmonton, or in Lethbridge, or in smaller communities in the province. If you were to go out, if you were going to go to a bar or going to a store, and you were going to have a soapbox meeting on leaving Canada, would people stand with you, or would they say, go away? Mainly stand with us, I think, depending on where you're going out for drinks. Yeah. What, what, part of, what part of town you might be in, or what right. bar you're in, yeah. Yeah. Would, would depend. Because all yeah. we're trying to find out here is... What's the sentiment? I keep going back to what I've seen there on Twitter. There was a pretty large, angry crowd at the legislature over Bill 6. Yes. The, the agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, there was a lot of this same sentiment there. And I think if you talk to farmers and ranchers, rural people, tradespeople, the blue-collar set, you're going to find an overwhelming majority of people have just said, this, if we don't start... You know, we're not asking for handouts. We just want to get yeah. back to work. And right mm-hmm. now, the the, the the country, the, the the federal government has got its collective boot on our necks and preventing us from moving ahead. I've got to take a break, guys. Yep. When we come back, we'll take some more calls from eastern Canada. You may be surprised at what you're going to hear. Because I, I said to my call screener, don't screen any calls. But I'm kind of glad he ignored what I said with one caller because it'll surprise you. We're going to come back. Stay with us. Run out of time very quickly when we, um, these hours go by so quickly when we do the show. And uh, today we're talking with with Chris and Jerry and Bill, uh, three Albertans, about Confederation, about province leaving Canada under what circumstances. Uh, it's been madness on Twitter. Philip on twi- Twitter tweets, um, I believe, if our pro- provincial put away money for hard times, the federal government would have taken it. So I'm going to put a, guys, I'm going to put a caller from uh, Oshawa, Ontario on with you. John, go ahead, John. Good day, gentlemen. Uh, I want to say that uh, I'd be looking forward to the day Alberta separated. And this is just another reason is because I live in Ontario and that would give me even more reason to move to Alberta. You're more than welcome. Uh, well, yeah, welcome to Alberta. I've been there several times, so I can say, and I've been to Fort Murray, Fort McKay. I've been to many other camps, and that's one province that this the country rides on its coattails when things are going well, and then kicks to the curb in times like this, 
and a Hollywood star can show up and tell the rest of Canada about the oil sands and knows nothing about the West and Sad, the people isn't it? out there. And uh, Quebec transfer payments, uh, catering and pandering to Bombardier and places like that to get um, bailed out time after time with billions of Canadian dollars. You know, um, and what other province offers the job opportunities that were given and the new uh, lifestyle that was given to people from the Maritimes that would have never seen that or welcoming that way. They were welcomed so much in Alberta by all Albertans. The people out there are fantastic. That's what Canada used to be. That's what Canada should be. And there hasn't been a prime minister yet that's kind of aligned, even though some have tried. This one is the worst one to, to, to try to align the country as one. You know, John, John, I, every point you're making uh, it strikes home, I'm sure, with uh, Bill and Chris and Jerry and many people. I Certainly they strike home with me. I'm, I recognize what you're talking about at the same time. It breaks my heart to think of the country I, I love and the country that I was privileged to join, came here as a kid, would be facing, you know, what you're talking about. And, and again, I live, I, live, I live in the epicenter of breaking up the country talk. Um, Bill, Chris, Jerry, we have, thank you. Go ahead and respond to what John said, guys. I, uh, I have so many things to say. We only have three minutes. Go ahead. Yeah. I married a Newfie girl, so I know what you're talking about. Um, right. And a lot of her family came here to work sort of thing, and she came here to work too because there was nothing back there. I appreciate what you're saying, and it, it, it makes me feel good to know that average Canadians feel the same way that we do about the rest of the country. But you also re- realize that after pretty much the entire time we've been in Confederation, we're kind of getting sick of getting kicked to the curb. Right. And Newfoundland was one of the last provinces to join, and they were coerced into it and made promises. Right. John, they... I'm going to cut you off, only because we're short on time. And here's another opinion from the East, not at all like John's. There, just talk to. Here's a John in Toronto. Go ahead, John. Good uh, afternoon, sir. You know, yes, sir. before um, when Ontario was the economic center of Canada, we were helping Alberta with transfer payments and the East and Newfoundland everywhere. You know, I'm getting tired of these whiny little pathetic traders complaining about separation every time things get going a little rough. You don't like it? Take a bus, get the hell out of Canada. We're one country. We have to stay strong. You don't like what's happening federally? You shouldn't have voted for the idiot liberals. That's what I have to say. We did. Get the hell out of Canada and let the rest of us move on. Well, then move on. We'll be fine. Yeah. You won't. You got wind to deal with, right? It's a lot of emotion. Yeah, he's upset. Well, and, and, I, and, you know, I don't blame him for being emotional and being upset. We're well, talking he's probably about... paying three-quarters of his paycheck on his power bill, so I'd be upset if I was him too, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of emotion. There should be emotion. Mm-hmm. If we don't have emotion about the country we love and the countries that are home, then there's something wrong with us. Mm. There, there are problems that Canada faces, and I'm frankly, guys, I'm surprised. That the re- I knew we were going to get a great deal of response. I'm surprised at the amount of response. It speaks to something that cannot be ignored. I think it's no. something that it maybe raises the specter that, that, in essence, our politicians really need to take a listen and a hard look at how they're treating Canadians in general. And as the guys, other guys here said, get off their high horses and maybe instead of you know 
pretending to roll up your sleeves, being all Obama-esque, uh, sit down and actually talk to average Canadians. Got to do Be that because, because one of the reasons Donald Trump is doing so well is because he's talking about issues that matter to people sure. at, at the, on, on, the, on the people's level, not talking over their heads and not lecturing to them much of the time. Yeah. Bill, uh, Chris, Jerry, thank you very much for joining us. I'm sure I'll be hearing a lot about you by email or over the rest of the week, and I'll be back in touch with you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for well, the opportunity. Thank you, Roy. All, right. All thank the best. It's a, it's a, it's an important issue. Ron Ambrose, when she said it's a national unity issue, I thought, yeah, she's right. And clearly, for many people, it is.